0: Athasaptadasha sargaha
1: saramorathamasthaya samprahrashtasurujanaha pataka dvaja sampannam mahar ha gurudhupitam apashyan nagaram nana jana saman bitam sagrahai rabhra sankashaif pandurai rupasho raja margyam yayauramo madhyena gurudhupitam Chanda nanaam cha mukhyanama guru nanaam cha sanchayai Uttama cha gandhanam kshau makaushaam barasyacha avidhavish cha muktabhiruttamai sphati kay rapi Shobha manama sambhadham tamraja patamuttamam Samrtham dividhaif kushpayir bhakshay ruchava cha irapi patam divideva patiriyatha that Yakshata <misindrucking waning of Jesus> no have a lajayer to Nana malyopakantais chasada percheta chatvaram Ashir vadan bahon trenvan suhurad besamodiritane Yatar sampo jasarvane vanaran yayau Pitamahai racharitam tatay bapra pitamahai Adyopada yathasma poshita vpitra yathasarvai vpitamahai tathasukhataram sarve rame vatsyamarajani alamadhyahi bhuktena paramathairalam Chanaha, yadipashyamaniriyyantam ramam rajye pratishthitam tathohinav priyataram nanyat kinchedbhavishyati yathabhisheko ramasya rajye namita tejasaha Etascha nyascha suhurda mudazi nashubhakatha. Atta sampuja ni sranvan mahapatam. Nahitasman malakaschet chakshushivana rottamat. Naraschaknotya pakrashto matikram te piraghabe. Yascharaman napashetu yamcharamu napasheti. Ninditasavase loke swatma pienam सर्वेशु सहिदर्मात्मा वर्णानाम कुरुते दयाम् चतुर्नाम हेवयस्थानाम तेन तेतमनुव्रताम् चतुषपथाम् देवपथाम् शचित्याम् शायतनानिचा प्रदक्षिणम् परिहरन् जगा मन्वपते सुता सराजकुलामासाद्यमेघसंघोपमाइशभैयः प्रासादशंगैर् विविधैः Āvāraya dhvergaganam Gaganam rivapanduraihi vardha rivapāṇḍuraihi Vardha-māna-graha-ischa-pirat-na-jāla-parishkṛtaihi Tath-prithivyāṁ grahavaram mahenra-sadhanopamam Rāja-putra-vpiturveshma-praviveśa-śriyājvalan sakaksyadhanvibhirgupta Sasarva samatekram yakakshiata sharathatma jaha. Sam nevartedanam sarvam shuddham tafpura mattyagat. Tasmen pravishtepiduram tikam tada janasasarvo buddhito nirpatma jay. Pratikshate tasya punasman ergamam yathodayam chandramasasaritpatihi. Irtyarse shri madra mayaneval mikiye adikavye.
0: Ayodhya Kanda, Canto 17 Shri Rama drives in state to his father's gynecium, beholding en route the charms of Ayodhya, hearing the blessings and encomia of his friends and relations and ravishing the eyes of all onlookers, and on reaching his destination, sends back his retinue, and seeks the presence of his royal father alone. Mounting his chariot, the glorious Sri Rama, who brought immense joy to his friends and relations, wherever he went, beheld from his chariot the city of Ayodhya, which was richly provided with buntings and flags, fumigated with the incense of precious aloe wood and was crowded with various types of men. In this way, Sri Rama drove through the middle of the road, which was adorned with white houses looking like so many clouds and was fumigated with the incense of aloe wood. Like Indra, the ruler of gods in heaven, he also saw that excellent road, the right royal road, which was uninfested with thieves and robbers and looked charming with shops containing heaps of superb sandalwood and aloe wood and other fragrant substances as well as of linen and silk, unpierced pearls and excellent crystals too which was heaped on the margin with flowers and edibles of various kinds and whose crossings were ever adorned with curds, grains of unbroken rice, materials worth offering as oblation to the sacred fire, parched grains of paddy, incense of various kinds, and paste of sandalwood and alowood and various kinds of flowers and perfumes. Hearing the no- numerous blessings invoked by friends and duly honouring all men, who invoked such blessings according to their respective position, Sri Rama drove along. Addressing Sri Rama, they said, Resorting to the well known path of righteousness trodden by your father and grandfather and great grandfather when installed in the office of Prince Regent today, keep to it. Again, they said to one another, When Sri Rama is crowned king, we shall all live even more happily than we did when we were sustained by his father, King Dasharatha, and by all his forefathers. Indeed, we shall have no use for enjoyment of any sort, nor for the varieties of moksha, only if we see Sri Rama coming out of the palace of King Dasharatha after being installed as Prince Regent today. For nothing else will be dearer to us than the installation on the throne of Sri Rama, who is invested with immense glory. Sri Rama drove along the main road, hearing unconcernedly the aforesaid and other favourable talks of his friends and relations, eulogising himself. Even when Sri Rama, a scion of Raghu, had passed by, no man, much less woman, could turn his mind or eyes away from that jewel among men. He who did not behold Sri Rama and whom Sri Rama did not notice was indeed despised in the eyes of all men. Even his own self would reproach him. Since that pious-minded prince would show compassion, commensurate, of course, with their age, to all people belonging to the four grades of society and even outside their pale, they were accordingly devoted to him in thought, word, and deed the heir apparent drove along leaving crossroads temples places sacred to the tutelary deities of a village and schools to his right as a token of respect reaching the royal palace with its beautiful attics of various patterns resembling masses of clouds and vying with the peak of kailasa as well as with its snow-white pleasure houses adorned with bunches of precious stones, and rising above the sky like so many aerial cars, the air apparent, who was glowing with his native splendour, entered the well-known palace of his father, the foremost of all mansions on the globe, and resembling the palace of the mighty Indra. Having passed through the first three gates, guarded as they were by bowmen, In a chariot drawn by horses, that jewel among men walked through the other two gates on foot. Passing through all the five gates and politely sending back all men who accompanied him, Sri Rama, son of Dasharatha, entered the sacred Gynesium. The aforesaid prince, having made his way into the presence of his royal father on that occasion, the whole crowd, full of joy, awaited his coming back from the palace, even as the ocean awaits the rising of the moon. Thus ends Canto 17 in the Ayodhya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a rishi and the oldest epic.